Talking Landscape Photography with Kristen Fletcher and Cowan. It is part two of our interview with Eugene Chan, also known as Huge from Aquabums. Fletch? Your story is very familiar and you, you often hear of successful people and, it, and, and the story is exactly the same. You know, they have a passion, they work hard and they get successful and, and that's pretty much how it goes most of the time. So... Mm. You know, and and you do work hard. I mean, I, I, my wife said to me, she's Christian. You need to get out and do what Huge does. You need to go out and take a photo of the bay in Dunsborough every day. So I said, yeah, okay. She goes, but I don't want one photo. I want three, and I want them or two in, in a diptych. And I, and, and so, I, so I started doing it for like I did it for about two weeks and went stuff this. <laughs> you have to be well, a lunatic to do this, Christian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, twenty years of shooting yeah. you know, on the same beach. You've got to be a oh, bit man. of a loony. How, how do you find the time? That's the thing. That's I just don't know how you can do it because the the time commitment that you've put in is just massive. You must be typing and talking and photographing and editing. Just freaking. You've all seen your life. my editing. It's pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I know, but it's getting. It's gotten better, mate. It's gotten. Better. <laughs> you know, it you, works great, and you you you, know, you use natural light and you use it really well. And uh, and and the good thing thing I learned about looking at your photos is that. Um, uh, it's it's cool. You know, there's a certain mm. some people have to work hard to make a photo look cool, but yours just have. I mean, you're a cool guy. Let's, let's oh. face it. You know, you you you're the slick one. You know, don't worry about you know me. I'm an an old man now, but but you know, but your photos are cool. That they're they're hip and they're they're, they're current and they're um uh, they're up with the trend. I think and you're on trend, and, and you've been on trend for a long time, and I think that's that's you know part of it as well. Is that uh, you know you, you, you're not. I see a lot of photographers in my work and travels, and some of them just don't have it and never will. Mm. But then there's others that just have it. There's a certain uh, whether you call it coolness or style or, or whatever. But uh, you know you, you're one of those ones that's got it, so you're, you're lucky. <laughs> you know, that, that's a nice compliment, true. but yeah, I don't. I don't think about trying to be cool. No, you don't have to think about it. It's, you don't have to. You, it's just, it just oozes out of you. <laughs> it's quite amazing you, you said that, Fletch, because looking at Yuji's stuff, like it, it is literally always on trend. So you, you would sort of go, you know, if you didn't know Yuji or the story or anything like that, you would look at his stuff and just go, there's a guy that, that thinks about compositions all day and studies photography all day. Yeah. So it's, yeah. and, it's quite amazing because so, you can look at it and it's just always fresh. It's amazing. And, and it's the presentation as well that goes into what you do. You know, your association with other brands and all that mm. sort of thing. It's it's very cool. It's just like, wow, you know, I wish I could be like huge. You know, that that sort of thing. You know? And and and, there'd be, and and if we had one down our down our way, we had a guy who who wanted to be the the Eugene Tan of the Southwest. And, yeah, I remember. Um, he he. Yeah, yeah. Um, can't remember his name now. Yeah, either can't. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that obviously worked but, out quite well, didn't it? Yeah. Well, the poor bugger. He only lasted a couple of years, and then he, he closed up shop. Uh, I've seen many coming. There certain things. Yeah, there's certain things they just don't do right. And mm. one of his big mistakes was putting framed pictures on the wall, but having the plastic. photo corners and the the plastic around them still. So, I remember <laughs> so saying that. Uh, ready to go. Like yeah, it's like, oh, dude. Yeah, there's a guy. No, there's a guy in Sydney that does that as well, and he has everywhere in his gallery. Oh, really? Do not touch. Do not do this. Do not do that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I feel, it feels gnarly just being in space, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just don't get it. So, I mean, we're lucky that 
there are people like that out there. Otherwise, it'd be even harder to, to make a living. But but you know you, you know you've got it, mate. And uh, you know you've got that. Well, if you're on that show, you'd, you'd have the X factor. You know. <laughs> Thanks, Christian. That's, that's a big yes for me. Huge. We've um, <laughs> mate. We've asked some of the the best photographers in the world this question. Who is Eugene Tan? He's a guy who loves the ocean first, um, who loves photography and capturing moments. I'm very passionate about photography. Um, Hmm. He's persistent, I would say. (laughs) I think you you have to be, to do what I do, you have to be very persistent. Um, And Who is he, eh? Bit of a loony. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I thought you were to say, like, um, yeah, he's a he's a really cool guy with a with a real act, and you know, he's, yeah, you know, don't he's just, my care attitude. Yeah, you know, no, you, girls come up to him on the beach and just ask for a photo with him. And, you know, yeah. different generation, I think, Christian. That that's the response, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what you get. Yeah. yeah, look, you know, like I just really enjoy what I do, and I'm I'm a, I'm a lifestyle guy, you know, like I want to have a good time and travel and see amazing places and and shoot them to remember them and and you know. I feel like I'm doing what I'm meant to do, you know, I feel like I use all my skills. Uh, whereas in my previous career as a graphic designer or a creative director and leading design teams and stuff, I felt like I, you know, mm. I was using this much of what I can do and now I feel like I'm using everything. Mm. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Um, yeah, so you have travelled heaps, I mean, I, I follow your travels and every time I, I look you're in some exotic location somewhere around the world, I'm going, oh man, I can't believe Eugene's over in bloody... In Europe again, and he's oh look, he's in Greece. He's you know he's um, where where's um, a standout place for you uh, in the world? Oh gosh, it's, it, a lot of people ask me this, and it's quite hard to um, you know. I, Dunsborough. Yeah, Dunsborough. Dunsborough. Yeah, Dunsborough. Yeah. Hey. It's good. There's hey. a good gallery down there. Um, I think you know Europe. It, it changes a lot. I went through a big phase of Hawaii. Um, I just found the waves incredible, the water incredible, the surfing talent incredible, and I was obsessed with shooting pipeline. And we used to spend a month a year there just nailing out, you know, incredibly big waves and swimming in big surf. And it was kind of a test for me because that's where you go where the real photographer, surf photographers go. And I was like, can I, can I do this? You know, can I swim out at Waimea in 20 foot day? Um, and I worked out, yeah, I can, I can get out there and I can actually shoot. So that was. <laughs> But then I've moved on after about five seasons there. Europe has been a bit of a focus. I'm trying to go where not a lot of photographers go. As you can probably imagine, Christian, you know, like, you shoot something nowadays, it gets emulated Mm. a lot, which is a weird thing for Mm. me. I I could never, you know. And I think that travel enables you well a first of all it opens your eyes up to a new world and because i shoot the same beach all the time i love mixing it with mm. a new place you know we went to milos greece the other day and it's just such a strange landscape there's white rocks on the beach like white yeah. landscape yeah. so i was just mm. you know inspired um so i would say my number one spot to go to at the moment is europe because i haven't done a lot of it there's no waves there and i'm trying to find mm. the little nooks and crannies where not a lot of people or photographers go and amazing landscapes. So I'd say Europe, 
I'd mm. say I love shooting Italy. I've been there, mm. traveling there quite a bit because it's just so different and dramatic landscapes on the coast. Mm. Uh, as a whole, I'd say Europe. I'd say my favorite would be probably Italy for beach clubs and beach lifestyles um, scenarios. If I want to shoot surf, definitely Hawaii or Mentalis off Sumatra. Yeah, yeah, right. What about um, skip bins and back alleys and stuff like that? Mm, car, car keys, that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You're really good. At, I love your industrial stuff. I never forget when you said to me one day, I'm sick of shooting pretty stuff, blue water and all this kind of stuff. I'm going to go grungy, I'm going to go dark, and I'm going to go industrial. And I've, I've loved that series, but I know people don't like buying those series as much. No, they don't. They don't buy them. <laughs> oh, but I, I, you've got to have a balance, right? Things you love shooting, and yeah, you yeah. need to feed your family. Yeah, Huge. that's right. Yeah, mate. When you're on holiday, sorry, sorry, Fletch. When you're on holidays, who takes the photos at Bondi? So I continue the blog wherever I am. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, yeah. people are kind of used to it being majority Bondi, or mm. yeah, but and mixing it in with travel, and they seem to respond quite well. I mean, I've surveyed the crowd, mm. and you know, and got some feedback, and they like a sprinkle of travel. With uh, mm-hmm. you know majority in Bondi. What, yeah. what about a, a succession plan? Do you have somebody in the wings that um, you know that could could possibly take over from you one day? I'm, I was trying to find a photo of my kids. <laughs> yeah, Fletcher's putting I, his I hand my up. Hand up. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I want your job. <laughs> I uh, the sun rises over here over the ocean. Over, you've got to go up early here, Christian. It's not sunsets over here. That's what I'm so jealous uh, of in the west. Uh, so five yeah. AM starts. Well, actually, yeah, well, I, I can get both because I got the the cape here, Lucky so I, I can get it up over the ocean as well. But get it up over the ocean? Well, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it up, mate. Keep it up. Yeah, and 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 you, I mean, yeah, you talk about your wife, and and she is uh, a dynamo. From what I can see, she's a, a part of your success. And how much of that do you, your success do you attribute to her? And be careful, she'll well, first of all, she's sitting right next to me. Um, oh, is she? Yeah, good. Christian Fletcher gave you a whole lot of compliments oh, in, in a podcast. <laughs> she loves Christian <laughs> Fletcher. Um, <laughs> look, Deb brought a lot of skills to the business that um, I didn't have. Um, she used to work for Harper's Bazaar. She worked in fashion. She's worked in advertising, and she's very senior. So... She brought an element of professionalism, and um, the deals got a lot bigger. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, we're working mm. with really big brands, and very, you know, and then luxury. Deb came from Harvest Bazaar; it was all luxury, luxury, luxury. So then, um, so she brought a great commercial aspect to the business. Um, it also, it's great having a partner to discuss things. So I found it quite isolating mm. being a photographer and trying to grow a business, sitting in a gallery. You know. It's, 15 hours a day and trying to work out what the hell to do so it's great having a partner to to bounce ideas off Um, also she's uh, my wife's very strong woman so she is very pushy with me and she pushes me creatively Sounds like yeah, you're nodding. Yeah, yeah, yeah very, you're yeah. nodding a lot there. I've got a South, <laughs> I was South African, and she's she's a very strong woman as well. And um, yeah, so I, yeah, I know where you're coming from. So yeah. quite often, <laughs> I give you an example. Uh, last year, she went off and did this deal and didn't tell me much about it, but she did it with the Australian ballet company and Dropbox and said, um, "Right, we're going to mm. do this shoot. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be in a blackened pool." And you're going to work with these models and um, these sorry ballet dancers, and 
you know, hey, I don't work with people, really. I mm -hmm. whatever I shoot is spontaneous and documentary, and whatever I see, I don't set anything up, and the angles are all kind of just spontaneous, and I'm on my own. The thought of shooting in a black pool with studio lighting and sinking it from the bottom of the pool and a team of people and people all over me are pretty. It's pretty frightening for me as a photographer, and uh, she threw me totally in the deep end there. And fortunately, we got kind of lucky with the shots; they looked good, and we only had a two-hour session. Yeah, that's great. So. I guess, you know, my wife brings that element of pushing me into my uncomfortable zone. Out of your... Quite often, actually. Yeah, quite yeah. often. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and they and they do, and they, and they add that, that, that extra to the business that you wouldn't be able to do on your own. And no. Oh, I know, I, for my, my, I mean, my wife is so... She's so good at that. And, and look, before I met her, I couldn't even speak to anyone. I couldn't do any public speaking. I, I couldn't stand up in front of two that. people and, and talk. You know, no, You're a true. natural. I was the worst. Well, I am now because she pushed me to do it, you know, and, and um, I mean, admittedly, I was drunk the first few times I did it, but <laughs> <laughs> that helped. But actually, uh, that, that, that reminds me, I, I was seeing that you saw, you stood up in front of a couple of thousand people and, and uh, did that talk. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the FR magazine. Uh, that and, that and, is my worst did, nightmare. How, how did you go with public speaking? Is that, did you enjoy that or is it? Uh, I, I don't enjoy you it. Get, you uh, certainly um I connected that you actually have to do it um, and yeah, you, yeah. you basically have no choice if you want to go forward in your career. Um, I loved hiding behind my daily email and my lens. You know, for so many years, no one knew this guy that went to the beach and took photos. And then I realized, mm -hmm. oh, you actually need to put a face to this. People buy into the story. Um, my wife has done some pretty crazy deals where you know I, I spoke at Aperture with you last year I did you know yeah um, you know I, I get pretty nervous about that stuff talking in front of a huge crowd um, my wife's very reassuring that you know you know your subject matter you know how you started Aqua Bumps so just tell the story um, yeah. that one at the Opera House with that was different that was uh, the Financial Review did a huge conference and there was you know, yeah there was like 2,000 people in the room and there were people like Packer and politicians really? and, you know, they were all business leaders. And, you know, I'm this guy that takes pretty pictures and sells them on the wall, you know, like it was a luxury conference and I was like, you know, they're going to think that what I do is pretty you know, airy-fairy, flossy, you know, and uh, it came off well, I think. And um, But it doesn't mean I'm a nervous wreck before doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, Practice. It's always, I mean, I... You had to practice so yeah, much. I was, because um, I, I did Aperture this year, and of course, there was Ray Martin there on the side and chatting to Ray, and then we got to go up and talk in front of these people and these amazing photographers. And and it was the first time in my whole life that I had a really dry mouth. And I'm mm. sort of talking, and and I'm getting, it's get dry and dry. It's like freaking the Simpson Desert. And I knew there was some water over there, but I, I didn't feel like I could stop and and uh, grab a glass and eventually um, I, I end up with enough spit to get me through the, the hour or so but yeah it was it was nerve-wracking nerve was, was it just a, just the likes of Ray Martin that sort of freaked you out him in the house or was it you know the fact that Peter Eastway was there too <laughs> yeah actually, most of my most of my jokes that I, I like to tell are about Peter Eastway so yeah I was kind of a little bit nervous wondering how he's going to take them because I had a couple of dodgy photos that I flashed <laughs> up on the screen as he's well. a great but target no, Ray was good, Peter he was, Eastway a lot of people he is. Yeah, 
Well, because he's he because he, he he asks for it. You know, he's just he's a little smartass himself. He's so quick. He's he's. His uh, humour is so good, and he's and he's so quick at, at uh, you know tearing you down, and he and he's good at it. So yeah, he's always the, the butt of all the jokes. But yeah, you know Pete well. Uh, I just we were speaking to Tony yesterday. Tony Hewitt, he said to say hello to you. Yeah, I love Tony. Yeah, Tony's got a good humour as well. So you get those guys together, and it's it's a laugh a minute. They were actually we had we yeah, had no, dinner I, once. I don't know if you remember um, with Tony yeah. and Peter and everyone and came Les. and Les walking yeah. and they're yeah. all great guys I think and I'm always in awe because I'm you know the junior burger just learning and you guys are the grandmasters and I'm always like you guys are so giving with information it's quite admirable you know like I contacted you about something this week you know like I was stuck on and you're like oh well this is what you do and I use this look and um, yep. you know I, I admire that I, I'm, I'm a not a very good teacher and you know I, I think it's something maybe you know, I should get into is helping people more mm. Yeah, well, look, you, you talk about karma and giving and, and you know, giving mm. back and um, and that, that all comes around as well. And I remember when I first started doing the, the workshops and the and teaching, I was a bit concerned. I was worried, oh, I'm telling everybody how I edit my photos. But then I soon realised that they will take my techniques and use them their way. So they don't necessarily... I mean, some people will look... You know, their looks can be quite similar. But then, mm. like yourself always looking for a, a new way of doing something different and, and a new style so you, you just that just develops and you never worry about that but what it did give me was access to a lot of other photographers that uh, I got to meet and know and, and be inspired by so it's, it, it all comes around you know of course they were paying me to do it so that, yeah, <laughs> that, that's always good too Huge where do you see yourself in 10 years? Ah, this is a good question um you know, I love... Where do I see myself in 10 years? The gallery is going in a... We're overseas a lot, as in selling. We, sorry, we sell our work a lot, especially in the States. Um, the Australian photography fine art market is very tight at the moment, in my opinion. It's some of the tightest I've ever seen. Um, it's very hard to sell stuff now in the Australian market. And I think it's saturation. I think my niche of beach, you know, water shots and aerials might have, you know, it's quite saturated at the moment. There's a hell of a lot of guys shooting very similar stuff. Um, I think, so our focus is overseas. I don't think I'm going to live overseas. I travel to America a lot. Now, look at that market. Um, they love our stuff. Uh, I would like to focus more on that. It's a hard market to crack. You need to be there. Um, but they just have the numbers. When you travel, you realise Australia is such... It's a beautiful country. I love home. But it's a very small population. Yeah. So mm. you, you're quite yeah. limited here. So I think we need to focus outward and overseas. So probably UK and American, American markets are a focus for us. I think you have a, a, a good inroad there too, mate, because your, your surname has only got uh, three three letters in it and the other yeah, Australian right. over there is very famous he's only got three letters in his name as well I'm trying to get a, a I need to get a Kubra and like a Crocodile Dundee <laughs> outfit yeah. and come through a, yeah. come storming out of a lake and yeah. uh, how's know, it going legends g'day fellas <laughs> chuck another I risk my life taking these photographs <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, the whole shrimp on the barbie thing yeah 
I Although if you, you should say you should call it a prawn on a Barbie <laughs> because I mean, ultimately that's a prawn, isn't it? Really, it's not a shrimp. So but, yeah. I think that uh, that's quite funny, actually. I mean, he's done very, very well. Oh my god! I, I just don't, I just don't know how Fletch got three letters <laughs> and anyway, the segue yeah. to I don't know tan just... from Lick. That's yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to go the Chinese way, that because the Chinese market is quite untapped, and I'm half Chinese, obviously. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. Right, that, that's right. Well, how come you haven't looked in? Or have you looked into China? Yeah, I mean. It's very different, and I get the Chinese mentality, but they want the one of ones, and they want yeah. complete exclusivity and expensive. We're too cheap, I think. You know, it's, yeah. it's got. Well, do it. Make the do you know, mm. just just do them. Just 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 go out and shoot Bondi tomorrow and say this is a one of one and it's twenty thousand dollars, and whoever wants it, um, you know, just. Yeah. Do you sell your one of ones? Yeah. I see them on your site. Yeah. Yeah, we, we do. Um, but look, mine aren't that expensive. But I did an exhibition um, of my Midwest stuff, and that was all one of one. And I think out of, we had 35 shots in the exhibition, we sold about 28, 29 of them, I think. So so that was great. And people, there is a, definitely a market for, for one of ones, but we made it very simple, very easy, and that it wasn't too expensive, they weren't too big, and they were framed and presented nicely. So it was very easy to get rid of them because... Um, you know, I didn't want it to be a flop. But the last thing I wanted to be is stuck with thirty-five pictures that weren't going to sell. So, mm. so we priced them to sell. Do you and, do you? Uh, you're open uh, edition on a lot of your work. Do you find? Do, do people ask you about editions? Yeah, yeah, not always, but some people do. Look, we've always been a little bit um, lower end in the. Although people still come to the gallery and say, "Oh, you're expensive. Why are your why are your photos so expensive?" <laughs> We go, oh, are they? Oh, I didn't realise. <laughs> You're not expensive. <laughs> no, yeah. no, we're not definitely compared accessible. to what else is out there. Yeah, mm. and um, but yeah, some people like that, and we do do that. If I find an image that I really like, then uh, our thing at the moment we're doing one of twenty fives, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, that's a good number um, for some people. But um, but look, I'd love everything to be one of one. I think that would be awesome if I could just because I I, I want to have it in the gallery once and then sell it and then never see it again and then move on and get the next one because I, I don't like yeah, seeing the same yeah. things. Can I just ask mechanically, how how how, you, how do you do that? Do you just, do you say, look, I'm just going to destroy, the, uh, destroy the, the raw file? You know, how do you prove that it's a, a one, one of one? Well, you just got to, they've just got to, they've just got to trust you. You give them a certificate saying that it's a, you know, it's a one mm. of one. Um, one and all that sort of stuff but you know they just got to trust that you do the right thing but like, I still will use those images for books so if I want to put it in mm. a book yeah, and, mm. yeah. so I, I can still make some money sort of that way I think that um, mm. you know that it's a good direction to go I, I would love to just do big format two by you know two should, three metre stuff should do it man mm. yeah, yeah it's it's, a, it's it was yeah it's a profile thing and um, mm. you got to build up your demand I think for your stuff, um, Christian. Yeah, you got to be like um, Gursky and stuff yeah. like that. Gursky and Crudes and all these guys that can do one big massive print and charge a million dollars for it and or, or more. But, it, you know. but don't you do this, Christian? You have a private auction and you sell your work for five million dollars and claim it's the most expensive photograph in the world. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wow! Controversial. 
both have three letters in their surname and their and this wow I, I, I risk my life taking these photographs <laughs> <laughs> I might get, we've I'm actually not, asked we've, we, we've asked we, we actually asked Peter to come on to the podcast actually we he won't come yet. on now Jesus <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're in trouble <laughs> it wasn't us Peter it was, it was Eugene yeah, 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 Eugene made us do it because <laughs> yeah. well, he's got three letters in his surname so yeah that's know, right yeah. it's his fault hey but Christian in all seriousness we'll just do a private sale aren't we I've got a couple of pieces you've oh. been eyeing off mm-hmm. work out a price yeah yeah Okay, for sure. The only problem is, I think the taxation department might have something to say about it. Imagine having to pay the tax on that. So, oh, oh no, 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 it wasn't real. It's just, just yeah. Yeah. No, I, who who knows? But you know what America's like. It's a pretty crazy place, and um, who knows? Maybe I can't. I mean, the image if it was something special, but the fact that it was a black and white conversion of a color image that he'd already taken mm. didn't sort of warrant that price tag. I don't think. What if it was a shot of the? Um, what if it was a shot of the back of Peter Eastway's head? That would. Yeah, uh, great for a skin cancer clinic. Yeah, poor Pete. He's all right. Anyway, um, look, mate. We should probably sign off now. It's it's coming up for an hour, and it's been awesome. Always, there's always chatting. Um, Thanks for having me. Uh, we had plenty of other questions, but uh, I think we've we've covered most of the important stuff but um, yeah well look you know we all love what you do and uh, you, know, you just got to get out there and keep doing it um, uh, like I said I've tried to do the photo every day of the beach and it just doesn't work for me I could do the I could do a skip in every day for a you know for a week but it you know even that would get boring but you know your hats off to you mate you worked hard and you've got a great gallery there I came in it's a shame I missed you when I came oh, in oh no I was on the phone uh, and you uh, came in and he ran off yeah yeah we had, we had teenage kids with us and they were just like oh, can we go no we're <laughs> gonna stay in what we've got to meet we've got to meet huge oh who what <laughs> yeah yeah no no he's really famous oh can we get a photo with him <laughs> the, teenage, no, the teenagers no, we can't. normally get in here are you know what they do they come in and they go i like this i like what you do can you teach me everything and uh where i get my yeah. stuff framed and what i've got to use these shots and you know tell me through your business and i'll come down you know, and we'd go through it in half a day, and you go, "Oh, sure." <laughs> you know, have everything. Do you want one of my kids as well? Yeah. Oh, they can have my kids. I'm happy for them. <laughs> Sorry, I won't tell you what I do, but you can have my kids. Anyway, mate. All right. Well, look. Um, thanks, thanks Eugene. Eugene. It's, it's been awesome, mate. And um, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing more of your awesome travels and your awesome work. All right. Thanks for having me.